Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. A desire to bring the truth to the forefront and a refusal to back down. The Roy Green Show continues. All right. You've heard me ask the question of why anybody would need to buy 10 or 20 guns, which they can lawfully do under the present laws. And that leads to another question we need to discuss. Why does anyone in this city need to have a gun at all? Well, <laughs> it, won't, it won't have any impact whatsoever on crime. It'll have the same effect as uh, thoughts and prayers will on actually solving anything. There is no gun problem in Toronto. There is a crime problem. So there's a mayor of Toronto, Mr. John Tory, and a gun range owner, and Mr. Tory's, of course, talking through his hat. I understand there's, there's a lot of emotion about guns, and we knew there was going to be a horrific criminal shooting that was going to involve a lot of people of the, from the public. We knew that was going to happen. We knew it was going to be uh, either going to be terror-related or gang-related. None of us, none of us, didn't know that was going to happen. It's it was just escalating. But when John Tory talks about people buying ten or twenty guns, show me. I'm from Missouri. Show me. Show me a bunch of people who bought 20 guns. Show me. And if they're collectors, well, and when Mr. Tory says, I don't know why anybody in the city of Toronto would, would want to own a gun or should be allowed, whatever he said, there's a law in Canada or several laws in Canada that permit you to own firearms. And if you own a firearm, John, it doesn't make you a bad person. The vast majority of people who own firearms legally are good people. They're not problem makers. They're not troublemakers. But it's an issue again, and uh, this is, it's terrible what happened on the Danforth. It's horrible. It's, it's deplorable. It is, it is mind-numbingly awful. But to see politicians start to take advantage, no, yeah, take advantage of an issue, terrible issue, to promote their own favorite cause, which may be doing away with gun ownership, is really, really troubling. And Mr. Tory, you're more than welcome to come on the program and discuss this with uh, my callers and with me. Scott Newark, former Crown Attorney in Alberta, former Executive Officer of the Canadian Police Association. Scott also was Senior Advisor, uh, Policy Advisor for the Federal Minister of Public Safety and uh, advised the federal and Ontario governments on security matters after 9-11. 
and is an adjunct professor at Simon Fraser University. And we're going to talk about uh, the gun ownership issue. I spoke earlier, uh, Scott, with um, Ken Stern. He's the former CEO of National Public Radio in the United States. And he has philosophically moved from the left to the right. And we talked about how um, news organizations, media organizations, are largely staffed by folks on the left. And it, it was interesting because Ken Stern took the gun issue as one of those issues that that pushes people apart and has people defending territory without really speaking to the issue as it exists. At least that's what I took from what he said. So can we just – I'd like your thoughts. You're, you're, you've been in courts. You've seen the results of criminal gun activity. We know that a couple of weeks ago there was a farmer in Alberta whose, whose uh, criminal charge was withdrawn because he used a firearm to – protect his property and protect his family, arguably. He shot somebody who was breaking into his, into, his, into his pickup truck. There's the story of High River where the RCMP were going into homes where the flood had never touched. They said they were looking to, to, to rescue people where nobody was to be rescued. There's just this, there's a lot of lack of substance and truth when it comes to firearms discussion, firearms talk in Canada. And I'd like you, you to provide us with your sense of What's right? What's wrong? What needs to be changed? Well, um, it is true that the issue is often a trigger point for deeper-held uh, positions, and I think your characterization of Mayor Tory's comments is correct. Um, I also think, however, the other guy that uh, you played the uh, the clip from, he's he's as wrong as John Tory is as well, too. Uh, th- this is a complicated issue, and. What I find, I must admit, um, you know, typical but, uh, but disturbing is when you have an incident like what took place on uh, uh, the Danforth, and then you have a public official sort of extrapolating that into a discussion about whether people should be allowed to even own guns, you know, in, a, in an urban center. Uh, don't get me wrong. I think there's a legitimate debate about what the public interest is in people owning uh, and possessing things like guns, but this is just so uh, uh, counterintuitive. Uh, that incident, like virtually all of the other ones involving the shootings in uh, Toronto uh, this year, those people didn't lawfully own their guns. Okay, so it's a separate issue that you have to deal with, and far more important, frankly, is taking a look at how our current system, in my opinion, actually deals with uh, the accessibility and the, um, uh, the way the different uh, bureaucracies and regulatory systems we have in place actually uh, prevent people from unlawfully acquiring firearms because there is a connection there, but it needs to be uh, dealt with and exposed, I think, with some honest analysis of you know what is actually happening, what the rules actually are, as opposed to simply making more rules for people who already obey the law. So have we been doing it wrong all along? If we go back to the days when Alan Rock appeared on this program and told me that the National Gun Registry was going to cost $2 million. Uh, I, I, right, and let me just finish. And then there were, you know, a couple, about two years later, we find out that, they've, that the justice bureaucracy hid the fact that it cost a billion dollars. That really upset people. Have we just been approaching the gun ownership and gun registration issue and all of the other anecdotal information and 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 uh, sidebar stories? Have we just been approaching it incorrectly? Um, I think so in many ways. And I worked actually very closely with uh, Alan Rock. We became good friends 
on that uh, when I was at the Canadian Police Association. But I remember testifying on the bill and saying that this was a uh, potentially valuable um, evidentiary and investigatory tool, but you know, don't overestimate it. It wasn't worth taking a single police officer off the street. And I think what happened was that um, essentially the, um, uh, the gun registry advocates, and unfortunately including uh, the national uh, policing organizations, oversold what the gun registry actually did. Uh, you know, that it was going to guarantee public safety. And look, it's valuable about tracing firearms, and one of them, to reference a point you made originally, if people are suddenly acquiring, you know, large volumes of firearms, that's a legitimate issue to go, why is that happening? You know? I don't disagree. I remember, I remember um, when I was at work. But not, there, but not over the top, Scott. No, no, but if, you know, if, for example, somebody living in downtown Toronto suddenly acquire, acquires 20 handguns, you better believe that somebody should be knocking on his door to say what's going on. Yeah, I have no disagreement with that. Yeah. But I remember from the public interest context, I remember when I was trying to bring together, in effect, the Reform Party and the chiefs of police on this, and I was completely unsuccessful. And I, f I think it might have been Hurt uh, uh, Hanger, or, or uh, I forget who it was, but was, uh, you know, uh, looking at me and growling, and he said, look, I collect, you know, uh, guns. What right does the public have to say about whether I can do that or not? And I just looked at him and I said, you know, you're right, I never thought of it that way. I collect nuclear weapons, and why should the public be able to tell me what I can do? So that's the point. There yeah. is a legitimate public interest yeah. in the acquisition and possession of firearms. You need so, to get it right, though. So when we look at people in the United States where it's just a way of life, uh, owning a firearm. In many states, it's just a way of life. It's, it has been, and I suspect it will continue to be for a significant period of time. There are many states where there is not an increase in, in criminal activity because the carry laws exist, because it's just a way of life. So is it is it just being uh, improperly approached? I, I guess what I'm saying is my concern is the criminal owning guns not the law-abiding citizen owning guns. And if a law-abiding citizen is a collector and has 20 firearms, John Tory should stay off his porch. Not because uh, he's going to get shot, but because he has no business knocking on the door and saying, why do you have 20 guns? Unfortunately, part of what the uh, issues are, however, is that if somebody has 20 guns, you notice the way you've seen in the stories about there's an increase in the firearms that are being used in crimes by gangs, that are not coming, being smuggled across the border between the ports of entry, but are actually domestically acquired guns? Yeah, now, I'd, let's also then deal with the numbers. Yeah, the, and there's, there are some issues about the legitimacy of the numbers quoted, I agree with there's that. There's more but, than some. Yeah, I've, I did some digging into that as well, too. But it is a, at least a legitimate issue. And I'm not sure. No, it is. It is. Uh, well, it, just because you say it is, is? Ask yourself the question, how do the Mr. Nuclear Weapons know, Collector? Pardon me? Just because you say it is, Mr. Nuclear Weapons Collector? No, no. I'm, I'm aware of enough cases where, in fact, it has been confirmed that firearms were stolen that were actually used. Okay. Okay? But my point of it is, how do the bad guys know where to go to steal the guns? That's a good point. You know? Well, people, people, some people brag. Some people brag, you know. They, they, they let everybody know that they have firearms. And in fact, in some, um, I'm told in some, I've done some, uh, I'm, I'm currently involved in doing some work on this. 
And I've spoken with some uh, uh, RCMP and uh, local police officers uh, who've told me as well, too, that there are some um, either vendors, gun vendors, or um, shooting ranges where people sign in and have the lists there. That's not a very smart idea if that's the case. No, it isn't. Okay, but you see what I'm getting at, though? Yeah, I do, yeah. Those are the kinds of small details that are legitimately worth checking to see if we can improve our overall regulatory system. And those are the small details that we bypass chasing the big dog. Well, when you, yeah, I agree. When it gets sidetracked into, you know, if you live in Toronto, you shouldn't be allowed to have a gun. What a dopey statement. That may, that may be politically, uh, you know, uh, tasty for uh, Mr. Tory, but it's not a pragmatic real issue. You'd be better off spending some time saying, why do we not have sufficient um, uh, frontline law enforcement uh, doing uh, mobile patrols between ports of entry? Okay, that will reduce more guns than having John Tory's debate on because you live in Toronto, whether you should own a gun or not. Yeah, no, I agree with you completely on that. When we come back, let's talk about something else. And I I know you want to get at this, and it's something that we need to talk about. There's an NCR case, not criminally responsible, rears its head again. And uh, what's the other one that you want to talk about? No, that was it. That was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll come back with uh, Scott Newark, and we'll talk about this not criminally responsible case. It has to do with an individual who walked into a Canadian Forces recruiting center in North York uh, and just outside, well, inside Greater Toronto. And he tried to kill three uh, members of the armed forces. He was declared not criminally responsible because he has schizophrenia, and now he's being allowed back into the community. We'll come back.